Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. I'm your host, Shravan, and I've got my co-host, Taran, here with me once again. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Why'd I ask you that? You can't answer? Well, yes, they're not going to answer. Well, basically, this episode, we're going to be talking about Ocean's Eleven in anticipation for Ocean's Eight, and also Incredibles 1 in anticipation for Incredibles 2. The reason for this episode being so late is because we were trying to watch Ocean's Eleven and Incredibles 1, and we just, it was actually more difficult than you think. We're just trying to, trying to watch two movies ended up being such a struggle so we're we're here on a, a weeknight late on a weeknight trying to get this podcast done but we did okay so I, I did watch Ocean's Eleven but I kind of was doing other stuff while watching it so I don't really and I watched I've only seen this this was the second time I've watched it I've only seen it once before and it was way back when it came out so I don't remember it that well and Incredibles 2 I watched on my commute to work on the train so our opinions on of these movies aren't going to be the best, but let's see how we go. Yeah, so I watched I watched Ocean's Eleven, I guess, properly um, on Saturday, but I didn't watch Incredibles at all, so we'll see how that goes. All right. Yeah. Well, we're off to a great start then. I, I've seen Incredibles before, but I just didn't rewatch it. Okay. I think I remember it pretty well now. Well, I'll fill in the gaps for Incredibles, and you fill in the gaps for Oceans. Yeah, yeah. Then we'll we're, we're set. So we'll, you'll get a full review when you combine both of our reviews together. Yeah. <laughs> but before we get on to that, we'll do some news. A couple of things that happened this week or announced. First thing is we'll talk about box office, namely Solo and its underperformance. Yeah, it's bombed a little bit. It's bombed quite a bit, actually. Yeah. Looks like everyone just listened to our review and they're like, nah, we're not going to watch this. Yeah. Well, if you compare it to other Star Wars movies especially, it's done terrible compared to those yeah it's done much worse yeah yeah all of those make at least a billion i guess this is made how much it make like 30 30 million on the opening weekend or something no i think it was more than that i think it was like 80 something 86 or something but it was expected to make like 130 yeah so it was way under and i think the worldwide total at the moment is about 230 million. Yeah, I think it got to 300 maybe. I may have I may have made that up, I don't know. I think it's still in the 200s, but that's not great because it's going into the I think this is the third week now. Well, it's going to the second third week, weekend. Yeah. Second week. Second? It's going into its third weekend. Yeah, it's going into yeah. its third weekend. So yeah. not great. Yeah. On the other hand, I guess that's bad news for for Disney, but the good news is Infinity War is almost getting to the 2 billion mark. So that's, I mean, it's towards the end of its theatrical run, but it's doing, it's still getting some money in. People are still going to watch it. Yeah, it's probably going to hit 2 billion by the end of this weekend, I think everyone's saying. That's good for Disney, I guess. Yeah, Marvel. so they make losing money one. No, even even with Solo, 
not making that much money. They're still gaining money, but so either way, but they're making so much money off Avengers. It's crazy. Kind of evened it out. Apparently, Solo's going to lose money overall. Because really? firstly, they blew the budget because they had to reshoot the whole movie. So the, it's actually the highest budget Star Wars movie. Yeah, because they basically shot two movies. Yeah, so it's like the budget's like three hundred million, and then obviously marketing on top of that. In order to break even, it needs to make at least six to seven hundred million. And has it released in China? I don't think so. But China, like, they don't really like Star Wars in China. Because uh, okay. Last Jedi didn't do well either. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they'll Fair like enough. this one. I don't know. Fair enough. We'll see what happens. But generally, Star Wars doesn't perform well in China. That's where Avengers did really well. That's why it's pushing towards the $2 billion. All right. What other news do you have for me? Well, I actually wanted to ask, why do you think Solo performed so badly? Oh, why do I think so? Obviously, it's critic ratings. Critic ratings weren't that great. It was like sitting at like 67% on Rotten Tomatoes. And even though a lot of people do like um, Star Wars movies and go watch it anyway, those people have already seen it. But the rest of the crowd who are like on the fence about it look at the critic reviews and they're like, oh, should I go watch that? And they're like, probably not. And the other thing is I think it released the same weekend as um, you'll know better than me. Was it NBA Playoffs? The NBA, well, the NBA playoffs have been going on for a while. So, yeah, like the NBA playoffs have been going on before Star Wars as well. Even when Deadpool 2 came out, the NBA playoffs were Were still going. Yeah. But they were saying that could have affected it. And the other thing was probably not as much in America, but in Europe, um, the Champions League final was also that weekend. So that sort of affected it. And I think in general, people just didn't really care about this movie. I think... I think critic reviews really did hurt it, though. And maybe the backlash from Last Jedi, because a lot of Star Wars fans kind of boycotted it as well. Yeah, definitely could be a bit of that as well. And I guess word of word of mouth as well, because a lot of people watch these. Basically, our podcast, you know, they're just that (laughs) episode. Sorry, Disney. Oops. But you can also thank us for the two billion for Avengers. Yeah, it goes both ways. It goes both ways. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, we'll move on to the next bit of news I had. You know that Silver and Black movie? It's not a movie, it's a TV show, isn't it? No, I'm thinking of Cloak and Dagger. Cloak, Um, yeah, yeah. no, no, Silver and Black. Silver and Black is a movie that I care nothing about. That's Sony, yeah? Yeah, it's it's like their Spider-Verse, but without Spider-Man. Yeah, I don't give a shit about that, to be honest. But what's your news? Well, apparently it's gone back to the drawing board, so they're not... Do you know what's going to happen with this? They're going to go back and forth with making this movie for about three years. No one's going to sign on as director. And then they're going to be like, fuck it, let's shelve it. No one wants this movie. No one cares. And they're not going to make it. I think it depends on Venom. Because if Venom does okay, maybe they will make it. But if it's not good, I think this one's probably... No one really cares about... Again, this is like another Han Solo situation. Yeah. No one cares about this movie. No one is even wants a, it. Is there anyone out there... That's like, I really want this Cloak and Dagger movie. I've been, I've been fucking waiting for a Cloak and Dagger movie all my Sil- life. Silver and Black. Silver. Why do I keep getting those mixed up? I don't know. Anyway, they're making a Cloak and Dagger TV show as well. That's a thing. Apparently that's okay. Is it? Oh, I haven't well, seen it. I don't know. I've heard it's not terrible. Anyway, yeah. Silver Silver and Black? Yeah, Silver and yeah. Black. Silver and it's Black, It's about yeah. Black Cat and Silver Sable. Yeah. Well, people want a Black Cat. People want Black Cat to show up in a Spider-Man movie. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. Because they really enjoy that character, but... They can't really do these movies without Spider-Man. No one's going to watch it if Spider-Man's not in it. I feel like the Spider-Man universe, you can't make it like the Marvel... Well, you can't... it's hard to make it like the Marvel universe because everything revolves around the Spider-Man character. It'll be a big departure to kind of try and mould it without him in it in some capacity. Well, anyway, that movie's probably not gonna not gonna happen. I could be wrong. It could happen. Could be amazing. Yeah. No, nah, it's probably. Well, we'll see. It's probably it's probably gonna be, it's probably gonna be shelved and then yeah, brought back to life and then shelved again and then yeah. Anyway, Wonder Woman two. They've yeah, announced I the title. About that. Yeah. One, well, it's not confirmed, but Wonder Woman nineteen ninety something nineteen eighty four. I knew it was a year. Yeah. 
Yeah, so they did say it was going to be a Cold War setting, which matches up with the date. So, yeah, that's about it. Didn't they say that one woman was missing a hundred years? Did they? To be honest, I don't pay that close attention to those movies. They could have. I could have missed it. I thought Batman vs Superman was the first time she comes out in. That's what like I thought as well. A long time, but so I thought they'll do kind of like a Captain America thing, how they do the first one set back in time, and then they do the second one set in current times, kind of like after the Justice League. Yeah, I thought they would do that. I kind of, I enjoyed Wonder Woman. It's one of my favorite DC movies. So it's probably the only. Well, it's it's it did well critically compared to all the other ones, which were all not critically well received. And Patty Jenkins was pretty good as the director, and she's coming back. So yeah, out of all the DC movies coming out, probably this is the one I'm the most optimistic about. Yeah, same. I think it might be good. Hopefully, there's not too much studio interference in this one. They just let the movie be as it is. Yeah, some people are saying that we might see Bruce Wayne's parents in this. I don't know how I feel about that. I think the less they have the other characters, the better. Yeah. If it's just a Wonder Woman movie, I'll be happy. She is the only kind of good character in that universe at the moment. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, well, that's. I think that's coming out in a couple of years. Yeah, because they haven't yeah. started shooting. Yeah, it'll be a while. Start Actually, shooting. I did. I think they have started shooting. I heard something that they have started a little bit of shooting. But we're getting Shazam next year, right? Or oh, is that this year? No, it must be next year. It must yeah. be next year. We're getting yeah. Aquaman this year. End yeah, of this year. Well, anyway, we'll see how that goes. Did you watch the Wreck-It Ralph 2 trailer? No, but I've heard about it. Well, I haven't watched it either, so I guess we're not talking about that. Yeah, no. Nah. Oops, we'll talk about that next time. Apparently there's a Wreck-It Ralph trailer, and it's pretty good, so... Yeah, it's got all this like Star Wars and Avengers stuff in it, apparently. Oh, really? Okay, I didn't know that. Spoilers for the trailer. It's a trailer, man. If you, if you care about spoilers for a trailer, get the fuck off this podcast. I don't want you as a listener. <laughs> All right. Okay. Do you have any news? Did you watch the Bumblebee trailer? No. Did you know there was a Bumblebee trailer? I did. I, I think I saw something about it today, but no, I haven't watched it. Is it trash? I watched it. Uh, I, I would say it's a big departure from the other Transformers movies. That's always a good thing. It's a good thing. It has like a kind of E.T. feel, which is, oh. I, don't, I don't know how I feel about is that. Is it based in the 80s? Yeah, it is in the 80s. Okay. All these movies in the 80s. So it's actually a prequel to the other Transformers movies. Okay. Bumblebee's like a teenager. So he was older in the other ones. Yeah, apparently. And he's back to being a beetle, and he can't talk. And Starscream is in the trailer. Who who are the people in it? Haley Steinfeld and John Cena. And I think those were the only two main human characters. Does it have the dodgy humor? Well, the trailer's like really emotional. It's like... It kind of like sets up like a emotional relationship between Haley Steinfeld's character and Bumblebee, and it's kind of like they're going through they're like growing up together. It it's got a really different feel to the other Transformers movies. There's hardly any action in the trailer. Yeah, it's it's really different. But it is in the same universe as the other Transformers. Yeah, same universe. Yeah, and I've got to say the Transformers look a lot better in the trailer. Do you know how in the other Transformers movies, they all look the fucking same? Yeah. Like, you can't tell. Yeah. This one, there's only two Transformers in the trailer, but they look very distinctive, and they've got colour, and it looks a bit better. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe that would be good. I think that's coming out around the same time as Aquaman. December. No, December this year. Yeah, Aquaman's coming out in December. What? Atman? Aquaman. Oh, no. Oh, I thought you said Atman. I'm like, that's coming out in July, man. What are you talking about? No, Aquaman. Yeah, yeah Aquaman, yeah. November, I think, around the same time. I think it's December, yeah. I think it's around the same time. Yeah. yeah. I think I have two other minor pieces of news. One of them is a DC leak that's kind of happened. And then, okay, I'm interested. Yeah. Have you heard about this? No. No, okay, so there's a DC leak. And they say they're going to release a lot of stuff in the upcoming Comic-Con, San Diego, uh, about their film universe. And it's going to be totally revamped, apparently. They're going to have, like, a new logo. And it's not going to be called the DC Extended Universe anymore. Apparently it was never called that. 
Yeah. Well, apparently they're going to give it a name now. Okay. Yep. Um, but the is main... it going to be like the dark universe? Oh no! Fuck that. <laughs> um, apparently, remember, that's remember the... the mummy how they had it started off with the dark universe. Yeah. Like it's their first movie, and they're like, "We're going to have this universe. It's called the dark universe." Apparently, that's still on. Do you know that the dark universe? I thought it was ca- so. They're still making that movie, with Johnny Depp. I don't know. I don't know. But apparently, it's still on in some capacity. Okay. I, I, kind, the, I kind of want it. Yeah. Kind of I, want to watch it. Yeah. I haven't seen The Mummy, but I heard it's shit. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. Anyway, so the main thing I want to talk about from this leak, there was other stuff, but the main thing is the Green Lantern movie. Apparently, they're going to announce it at Comic-Con. So there was rumors coming out that it would be a buddy cop movie between Hal Jordan and one other Green Lantern. It was either going to be Guy Gardner or the black dude. What's the black dude's name? Uh, it will come to me. John something. Yeah. He's, anyway. in, he's in the Justice League cartoon. Yeah. So it was going to be Hal Jordan and either Guy Gardner or the black dude. I feel bad for saying it like that, but yeah. I'll, um, no, I'll find out. You keep talking. I'll find out who yeah. he is. But apparently that's not happening anymore. That's not what's going to happen. It's going to be... Uh, rescue mission. Apparently, Hal Jordan loses his ring in deep outer space, and then these two other Green Lanterns. One of them's a chick, and one other person. I don't follow the Green Lantern comics that closely, so I don't know these characters. But apparently, they're existing characters. So these two characters have to go find Hal Jordan, who's in deep outer space. And apparently, this happens while Justice League is on. That's why Green Lantern doesn't help when shit's going down in Justice League. How do you feel about that? It's not it's not any of the three main Green Lanterns that we're used to seeing. It's like So not, not Hal, Hal Jordan. Jordan. Hal Jordan's in it, but he's getting rescued. He doesn't have his ring. He's not a Green Lantern. John Stewart. Yeah, John the, Stewart's the other he, yeah. The the one that, that was yeah. in the Justice so League. So no cartoon. John Stewart yeah. and no Guy Gardner. Yeah. But people okay. hate So Tyrese isn't gonna be in it. No. I know he was really gunning for that role, but I don't think there is a role for him to be in. So, No, that sounds like it might be and interesting. And it's going to have a female lead. Female leads in superhero movies going to be the next big thing because Wonder Woman did so well. Which is, it's good to have good female role models in the superhero universe because there haven't been that many good movies with them in it in the past, unfortunately. Yeah. Just hopefully they don't over, overdo it and keep chucking it, chucking in female led superhero movies even though with like shit storylines and stuff like that yeah hopefully they're just not like one woman was really good so let's just make a whole bunch of movies with female oriented yeah, and just uh, and just have stories, shit lead characters yeah. Nah, just make a good movie doesn't matter if it's a female or male lead as long as it's a good movie were there any other leaks from the dc uh, i think there's some other minor stuff the 1984 thing the oh no that that was by a tweet apparently do you know how jake gyllenhaal might be the villain is in Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yep. So Jake Gyllenhaal was going to play Batman in place of Ben Affleck because Ben Affleck doesn't seem to care about it anymore. This is a really weird story. It's kind of funny actually, but since Jake Gyllenhaal might be playing the villain in the Spider-Man movie, he can't do Batman anymore. And apparently Ben Affleck might do Batman again because he's in financial trouble. So he needs the money. I know is it the next Nicholas. I don't Cage? know why I'm finding this so funny, but it is kind of funny. Um, so that's what I heard. I don't know if that's legit. It wouldn't surprise me, as in it wouldn't surprise me if he's Batman. It would surprise me if he's in financial trouble, but you never know. And another thing that I read, I think it's from the same DC leak. Don't know if it's legit. Is apparently Joss Whedon got fired from the DC universe. Yeah. Thought that was old news. No, no, this is a new revelation to it. He got fired from the Justice League universe after Justice League got finished because Patty Jenkins and him don't get along. And they're like, we've got to get rid of one of them. And obviously they're going to get rid of Joss Whedon. So they got rid of Joss Whedon because Patty Jenkins don't like him. Something about his work ethic or how he works or something like that. And he's also meant to be a creep. So, yeah. I guess everyone's better off. Yeah, everyone's better off. So he got fired, Zack Snyder got fired, 
so they're both done. But Zack Snyder's apparently still on as a producer in Wonder Woman 2. Apparently he's starting another movie. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yeah. I heard that he was going to make another movie. One more piece of news that I want to talk about. Apparently there's going to be more Power Rangers movies. Yes. Yeah, so the first one did do too well at the box office, so people thought they wouldn't make another one. But apparently Hasbro, which has bought the rights of Power Rangers, I think it's Hasbro, could could have got that wrong, but I think it is Hasbro, bought the rights of Power Rangers, and they're planning on making more movies, possibly a cinematic universe. Is it going to be linked to the previous that yes. previous uh, I, Power Rangers I movie? think so. Same cast? Don't know if it's going to be same cast, though. I personally didn't mind that old Power Ranger, the first one. I thought it was pretty fun. I thought it was like a fun fun ride. Yeah. So I'm kind of looking forward to more Power Rangers movies. There was I a lot of Krispy Kreme references. It's got a lot of product placement, but... Maybe they'll get more health conscious in this one and they'll have like, I don't know... Like sumo salad or something? Yeah. Is sumo salad a worldwide thing or is that just an Australian thing? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. If, uh, if anyone knows, just send us a tweet. Yeah. <laughs> we want to know. If sumo salad exists outside of Australia. So Jake Gyllenhaal, he's going to be playing... Mysterio, apparently. Is that confirmed? No, not confirmed. He's not even signed on to signed on to play, but it's like a rumour that he will. So I think it might happen. Well, it'll be good if he's in it, because they'll still have Michael Keaton as well. Yeah, apparently Michael Keaton will come back in the second one. It's shaping up to be turned out to be a good movie if it's got Michael Keaton, Tom Holland and Jake Gyllenhaal. I Is Tom Holland not- in it, though? It's Tom Holland in it. Yeah, 100% he's in it. No, what if, like... What if he's dead? Yeah. And then they get Miles Molaris instead? I wouldn't actually... I wouldn't even mind that. That would be kind of amazing. Yeah. Yeah, they just cut Tom Holland's career short. That would actually be kind of amazing, because no one would be expecting that, but I think Tom Holland will be in it. No, he'll he'll be in it. Yeah, everyone loves him too much. Yeah. Miles might be in it too. All right. And just one more line I want to chuck in there for abuse. Apparently Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom shit. Just want to throw that out there. But we'll talk about that in a couple of weeks. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's going to be our first bad review. Yeah, apparently it's yeah, apparently it's shit. So we'll see. I personally, like, I thought the first one was okay, but it wasn't that great. Yeah, I thought the first one was a good time. Good time. I had fun with it. Have you heard anything about Ocean's 8? No. Okay. I haven't heard anything. Yeah. Well, you'll hear from us first about Ocean's 8. Do I start talking about Ocean's 11? Ocean's 11, yeah. Good good segue. Good segue bringing that in. All right. So I kind of, as I explained before, I really casually watch this movie. For some reason, I just couldn't get invested in it this time. Really? I don't know why. I just just couldn't. I just couldn't get into it. But I like the cast, obviously, uh, George Clooney. The cast is fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah, George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon. I didn't know Don Cheadle was in this, but he's got oh, like the worst this... British accent. I I could not understand what Don Cheadle was saying in this movie. No one talks like that. This is not that's not how English people talk. I don't know what he's doing, but he's kind of funny. <laughs> he's kind of funny. He's pretty yeah. funny. I, I found him and the Chinese guy the funniest. <laughs> There's this one really funny line with the Chinese guy near the end where he's like. Where the fuck you been? <laughs> yeah. just out of, out of nowhere. He hardly talks for the whole movie. He never talks in English. He only talks in Chinese. That's the first thing he says in English. He's like, where the fuck you been? Like, it's pretty funny. Yeah. If you haven't uh, noticed already, we're going straight into spoilers. Ocean's Eleven came this out movie's in like, 2001. Yeah, this movie's like freaking 17 years old. So Yeah, 17 years old. So if you haven't seen it, I guess just don't listen to it. Well, you've already listened to like a couple of spoilers there, but don't listen to the rest of this. Well, those are big spoilers. There's more that happens. Yeah, we haven't said anything about the story, but yeah. Although the where the fuck you been part is one of the best parts. It's one of the highlights. One of the highlights, yeah. Do you want want to go through what the story is like in this? Or do you want me to do it? I can give it a go and then you can tell me if I said anything wrong. So basically George Clooney is in jail for theft. Or yeah. something that he did previously, and he was in jail for, I think, five years or so. And he comes out of jail, and he wants to get revenge on this guy who's going out with his ex-wife. And he plans to rob these three casinos that that guy 
owns Andy Garcia, the, the actor's Andy Garcia. And he puts, to, puts together a team to rob the casino. So the interesting thing is this team, like it, the movie... Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's like we already know all these guys, sort of. Like, they introduce them. But it feels like it assumes that we know who they are a little bit. Is that how you felt? No, not really. I I feel like I feel like it introduces them very quickly, and we just get like snapshots into their life. Yeah, like how it goes about it is the movie starts off very like it puts you straight into the action. It's shot in a very particular way. It's not standard filmmaking as per se, but it cuts into mid in the middle of scenes rather than at the start of them, if you get what I mean. Yeah, it kind of cuts in, like you feel like you've missed a little bit. Yeah, definitely. But I kind of like it. I, I like how it It, it does move and very quickly. It moves very quickly through it. In terms of the main characters that kind of get the most progression, uh, George Clooney, you get a lot of Brad Pitt as well, and you get a lot of Matt Damon, but the rest of them are kind of, they don't get much story progression, I guess. They're just there. But it, you do get a feel that you know these characters and you know how they work a little bit, even though they're not on screen for a whole lot of time. Do you agree? Or you thought it just was a bit like unsettling how he goes about showing the characters? No, in the end, it kind of works out. I guess walking walking out of the movie, I probably really only remember Danny Ocean, George Clooney's character, Brad Pitt's character, probably Matt Damon's character, and Don Cheadle because of his accent. <laughs> He's not really in it that much, but him, the Chinese guy, and I guess the old guy who does their European accent. Yeah, yeah, the guy that acts like he gets a heart attack. Yeah. But the the thing about this movie is it has 11 people. You would think, because it's called Ocean's Eleven, obviously, there's 11 people. You would think that four of them would do everything, and everyone else is just there for no reason. But each person in the 11 has a role to play. No one's there for no reason. Each person gets their time to shine and does something specifically to help with the heist. No, it does It does work well, I guess, as a, a film with 11 different characters because they're all different in their own way. So they do that well. And they all have specific things. So I actually didn't know this, but I recently watched a video. Apparently this is based off a movie in the 60s yes. called Ocean's Eleven. Yes, um, and apparently it's terrible. Apparently that movie is shit. And it's got 11 people in it, but... Only two people actually do shit, and the rest of them don't do crap. Yeah. So this is 
a big improvement on that. Have you seen Ocean's 12 and 13? I couldn't get through Ocean's 12, actually. I got bored a little bit through it and just never could finish it. And I heard Ocean's 13 was not that great, so I never actually watched it. So Ocean's 8, it seems like from the trailers that Sandra Bullock's character is the sister of George Clooney's character and George Clooney is dead. Don't know. I haven't seen the trailer. Apparently... It doesn't say George Clooney's dead in the trailer. I don't know. Uh, Someone said that it it might be the revenge story with Clooney. George Clooney was killed or something, but then you find out that George Clooney wasn't killed. Oh, yeah. George Clooney comes back. Maybe they'll have a post-credit scene and he comes back. Yeah. And then they have Ocean's 11 plus Ocean's 8, Ocean's 19. Ocean Cinematic Universe. To be honest, there's only probably one really good movie in this universe, in the series at the moment. I know people do enjoy 12 and 13, though. Yeah, I think some people do, but in general, they're not as well received as the first one. Well, for me, it was the first kind of heist movie that I saw that was very good. It's not my favourite heist movie, because Inception is my favourite heist movie, but this is probably second. I really do like it. The, the best part's like the last half an hour-ish when they pull off the heist. It's got the classic heist thing, how it's like, oh, everything's gone wrong and they failed. But then everything was meant to go wrong and they actually did it. It was all planned and they, yeah, the classic heist formula that happens. So you know how Matt Damon catches George Clooney talking to his wife, who's played by Julia Roberts, and then Brad Pitt does this whole thing how he's like, no, you can't join us, you have to be out. And then he makes Matt Damon. So it's all planned between Brad Pitt and George Clooney. Yeah, it's all planned. So the whole thing's planned. And yeah, it, the first time I watched it, I'm like, this doesn't make sense. But it took me like two or three watchings. And I'm like, okay, I finally get what's happening here. Because there's a lot going on in that end heist with like the bait and switch and all that. So it's a bit confusing. It's really good though. The cast, the, the starting, I guess it takes a little bit to set up, but it's pretty interesting seeing how they recruit each person funnier than others. And even like some of the B-list characters in this are like A-listers now. Like, Casey Affleck is, like, not... He's hardly in this movie, but he's, like, a big name now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's who it was. I was like, who is this guy? I've seen him before. Yeah, Casey Affleck, Ben Affleck's brother. Do you know the guy that he's always with fighting? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that guy's named Scott Kahn. For all you Hawaii Five-O fans out there, he's one of the main characters on Hawaii Five-O. So he's he's big now. Well, big in my eyes. I love Hawaii Five-O. And... Who else is... Don Cheadle's pretty big now. Yeah, he wasn't that big then. And I think the Asia guy hasn't done much. Yeah, and I don't think Matt Damon was that big before this movie came out either. No, I don't think so. I think this came out around the same time as the first Born. Born. Yeah, so he like kind of blew up with this and Born. It's a really good movie. And the director, he does mostly indie art stuff, Steven Soderbergh. This is his most mainstream movie out of all the ones he's done. I've seen a couple of the other ones I'm... Not a major fan of indie films, so they didn't really strike me that much. But this one is his best one, in my opinion. I know other people would disagree with me because they like his indie stuff, but I like this one. Pretty sure this is the only one I've properly seen, so I can't comment. He's a good director. He does quirky things. Also, the music's really good in this movie. It's really quirky. Yeah, I like the music. Did you watch it on Netflix? Yeah, I did. Did you watch it with subtitles? No, I didn't. I don't so every time there's a music, some music comes up, they have like a subtitle for the music. It's like groovy jazz music. <laughs> That's ba- if, if I want to describe the soundtrack, I would say groovy jazz music. That's exactly what it would be. Anything else that you really like about this? Andy Garcia is a good villain. Yeah, he's good. Julia Roberts is pretty good as well. Yeah, Julia Roberts is good. She's kind of the only female character in this movie, though. That's why they have Ocean's 8. Yeah, that's why. There's only going to be one male character in Ocean's 8. Yeah, actually, there's more from the cast listing already, but yeah. Yeah, so anything else that you want to say that's really good about it or not really? I think that's it. How do you think it leads on to, or how do you think Ocean's 8's going to lead on from this? I don't think it's going to lead on much at all. I think it's a semi-reboot of the uh, Ocean's franchise, and... They might have, like, one line here. It's like, oh, Daddy Ocean's my brother. It won't be that obvious because that's just fucking stupid. But there'll be, like, one line there that says something, maybe a cameo here or there from one of the originals, and that'll be it. Well, we had a, we've already had a cameo from Brad Pitt and Matt Damon this year. So maybe it's time for George to step up. Yeah. Yeah. Step up. What's he been doing anyway these days? George? He's just with his wife in the... Where's he live? He lives in Italy or something? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Just just on a boat in Lake Como. Just yeah. His wife's his boat. His wife's bloody rich as well. She's like one of the best lawyers in the world or something. So they're just living it up. He doesn't need movies. I don't think he's done a movie in ages. Actually, he he tried to direct a couple movies, but they're all shit. From what I've heard. Well, this movie really brought his career back because he had Batman, Batman. And Robin. That destroyed everything. And then this kind of brought it back. To be honest, he's charismatic as fuck in this movie, so he's really good. No, he is. Well, I asked Kavya, who do you... Kavya's my wife. So who do you prefer? Brad Pitt, George Clooney, or Matt Damon? Yeah. And she said George Clooney. Based off this movie, I'll... Well, Brad Pitt's pretty amazing in this movie as well, but I'd go probably George Clooney. He's just... He's just so smooth. He's yeah, he's, he's really smooth. But overall, if you're not talking about this movie, I'd go Brad Pitt. Just saying. I don't know. I like George Clooney. Yeah, he's just too yeah. old for me. <laughs> <laughs> although, although you know, like he'll die in a couple of years, and then you get all his money, so it might be worth it. <laughs> not Matt Damon. Nah, he's yeah. Matt Damon's funny, but he's not like a great looking guy. He's good looking. Agreed. This conversation is taking a really weird turn. How do we get here? How do we get here? <laughs> I have here? no idea. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. By the way, I'm I'm happily married. I'm single if George Clooney's listening to this and you want some strange. I'm here. He's definitely going to be listening to this. Yeah. All right. I guess that's all we have to say about Ocean's Eleven. Uh, we can give our ratings. What are you? What, what's your rating? Uh, 67.5. Six seven point five. Okay. Yeah. My rating is uh, watch it on Netflix, which is what I did. Yeah, like watch it. It's a good time to watch with some mates, I reckon, when you're a bit bored. If you if you're having a movie night and you're like, oh, what should we watch? Ocean's Eleven could be the one. Yeah, it's a good time. So Incredibles two coming out in a couple of weeks. Apparently, some people have already seen it and they say it's pretty good. But we have watched Ocean. Um, not Oceans. Well, we have watched Oceans 11, but we also watched Incredibles. Well, I've seen it. It's been quite a while since I've seen Incredibles, to be honest. I think I last time I saw it was on TV like five years ago. So let's see how much I remember. Well, the last time I saw it was about one hour ago. Okay. So, so it's, it's fresh. very fresh. It's very fresh for you. Yeah. I can try so, and explain the story. Yeah. For what I remember. So basically superheroes and... This is a world where superheroes used to be massive, but now superheroes are kind of in the shadows and outlaws, I guess, and no one does anything. For some reason, they get banished or something. Yeah, they get banished. Yeah, I can't remember what happens, but they get banished. And then there's this family. The dad's a superhero. It's like a big, strong dude. And the wife is also a superhero. And they've got, like, kids that have superpowers now. And basically, the father... Is living in the past a little bit because he's got a shitty office job that he fucking hates and he kind of wants to go back to the past when he was a fucking beast just beating up people on the streets and doing his thing so i think he starts doing some vigilante shit from memory he like starts going out and beating up people and then he gets recruited by this organization to come to this island because they're doing something with superheroes and he goes to the island and then this big robot thing tries to fucking kill him but he beats it up and then from there his family finds out where he's gone and they kind of come and all meet up you find out the villains from the soup from the guy's past and he did him wrong it's kind of a stupid reason why the villain became a villain but it's fair enough and yeah they just all band together and the family gets together and beats up the villain and they kind of yeah that's that's the end i'm pretty sure and then superheroes are back as well. I forgot to mention that. Like, they saved the city. And everyone's like, yay, superheroes. And then everyone's like, yeah, superheroes are back. By the way, um, spoilers for Incredibles. Yeah, that's that's the whole story. That I'm pretty sure this is how they explained it in the That's how they pitched it. That's how they pitched it, Exactly. Same, same, same words. like, words and everything. Same. Yeah. For someone who says they like can't really remember it, you... Basically, remember it better than me, and I watched it about an hour ago. Did I do pretty well? I think that was good. Yeah, and also there's Samuel Jackson in this movie, and he tries his best to not say motherfucker as much as he can. That's there's this one scene how he's talking to his wife, and he's trying to get his suit. Yeah, it's pretty funny. 
And you know he wants to say motherfucker in that scene. You just know it. It's Samuel Jackson. He wants to say it. Yeah. Do you like this movie? Uh, yeah, I like it. You like it? <laughs> no, no, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was with the pause? Why was there such a big pause? <laughs> no, it's good. Uh, um, it's a, To be honest, it's if they switched their powers up so that they had Fantastic Four powers... This is probably the Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> well, you know, they they basically have Fantastic Four powers. So the dad is the thing. It's yeah. like the big strong dude. The mom is the, Reed Richards. Yeah, the mom is Reed Richards. The daughter is Sue is, Richards. Yeah. Sue Storm, sorry. Yeah. Or Sue Richards. They get married. And they just switched up the kid because it's like, oh, this would be the fucking But the baby obvious. is pretty much the, the, the human torch. Yeah, basically. Is that, is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, human torch. The baby, because the baby can turn into... Well, he's got different powers, but he can turn into fire. But, yeah, it's basically... A lot of people say this is the best Fantastic Four movie. I'm surprised it's taken them this long to make a sequel. Lots of people really, really like this movie. Like, it's one of their favourite Pixar movies. Like, they really love it. So I'm surprised. Disney's kind of... Well, not Disney. Pixar's in this kind of weird stage where they're like throwing back to the past and making sequels. I think they're running out of ideas of fresh ideas. So they're like, let's just make sequels to the old ones. Which I don't mind, I guess. I'm not complaining. As long as they're good. Yeah, as long as they're good movies. So yeah, this movie is like the best Fantastic Four movie. So the the reason the bad guy turns bad is because he wanted to be a sidekick for Mr. Incredible. And Mr. Incredible didn't want him. Like you said, he went solo. And he devotes his whole life to basically eliminating all superheroes so that he can... And then he, he like, builds these inventions to make him make him look like a superhero. Yeah, so I, I remembered why. So he builds the invention so he controls it, but he wants it to be good enough so that it can beat all the superheroes. Yes. So yeah. then he throws it into the town so it can beat everyone up, and then he would come in at the end and, and kind save of save it. everyone. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then he'd give those those in like whatever gadgets and everything that he invented to people so that everyone can become a superhero and then there wouldn't be such thing as a superhero because everyone has powers. That was his yeah. thing. Yeah. To be honest, bit cheesy. It's a kid's move it's a kid's movie though, so I'm not I'm not complaining all that much. But you know, if this was a if this was a live action movie and that was the reasoning as to why he became a villain, people would be like, That's fucking shit. But since it's a kid's movie, it's fine. Yeah, I thought he would have been funnier, but I didn't find him that funny, the villain. Do you know who voices him? I don't know. No, I thought he would be I like, I thought he'd be like the villain in, have you seen Despicable Me 3? Which one's that one? I think I have seen it. It's the one where the villain is like, like he was oh, a yeah, child yeah. star. No, and I then he, yeah. like he grows up and he's not famous yeah. anymore. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that guy's funny. But this guy's not that funny. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I thought this movie would be funnier because generally Pixar movies have a bit of humor. It is funny, but it's not. I think not the movies that came out. out after this were probably better than this one, in my opinion. Like Ratatouille or what came out after this? I think Finding Nemo came out before this. Monsters Inc. came out before. Before this, yeah. Toy Story 3 came out after this. After this. Toy Story 3 isn't that funny, though. It's more no, emotional. No, Yeah. I guess they moved away from the... Uh, Inside Out. It was funny, but it was also emotional. Coco was a great movie. You still haven't seen that, have I you? haven't seen Coco. No, but I hear it's very good. The thing but, that, yeah, it's still... Incredible is still a solid movie. Still holds up. The only thing that I wish there was more of in this movie, and I'm hoping there's more of in the second movie to make up for it not being in this movie that much, is the whole family teaming up together. There's not a whole lot of it, to be honest. There's, it's only in the final scene where they kind of team up together and show off their powers. And there's a serious lack of the kids showing off their powers. They don't really do it all that much. They don't, yeah. It's really only towards the end of the movie. And I just wish there was a bit more of that. And a bit more of bit more superheroes would have been nice as well. You don't get much of Frozo, which is uh, Samuel Jackson. And he's got cool powers. I wish there was yeah, more does, of him. Yeah, he does, yeah. He's like that X-Men. Iceman. Yeah, yeah. Iceman. Yeah. Yeah. The only person you really see a lot of using their powers is Mr. Incredible. And he's kind of got boring powers compared to everyone else. He's just a big, strong guy, so... 
I also like the, you know, the lady that designs their costumes. Oh, she's funny. She's yeah, good. she's pretty yeah. funny. She was funny. She was like the funniest part in the movie. And she's in the second one as well, I think. Yeah, she's in the trailer. Yeah. It may sound like we hate this movie. We actually don't. We like no, it. I, I like it. Yeah. We like it. like it. It's just, it's not something I revisit that often. But if it's on TV, I would watch it. Well, compared to Ocean's Eleven, I got through this a lot easier. To be honest, I'll probably watch Ocean's Eleven over this, but that's just personal preference. I I totally understand people that like this more than they like Ocean's I'd watch 11. the 1960s Ocean's Eleven over both of them. I actually want to watch that if, yeah, we ever get the chance. Frank Sinatra sesh. Yeah. What, what are the best parts about this movie for you? I think the characters are really good. The voice acting is really good. The animation is okay for the time. It still holds up, but I think Pixar has advanced a lot recently. So their their stuff looks a lot better now. So if you watch Coco or Inside Out, I think they look better. But for the time, because this came out in 2005, I think. Ages ago, yeah. Yeah, so it's pretty good. And I guess just the way they dealt with the superhero concept. Cause yeah, I really like the universe that they set up. I wish there was more of it. And the time it came out, there weren't that many superhero movies. It was before Marvel started it was like Cinematic X, Universe. It was like X-Men, Spider-Man, and they had the shitty Fantastic Four movies. I think that was it at that time. And I think they had Batman Begins might have come out the same year. Batman Begins 2006. Batman Begins 2006. I think this is 2005. Or I think this might be four and that's five. I think that was five. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, they came out around the same time. But yeah, it was really before all the superhero movies became popular. If that, if this movie came out now for the first time, people would go crazy for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably why Disney and Pixar are like, yeah, let's get in on this superhero trend and let's get Incredibles 2 out. Because we already have a superhero franchise. We just haven't made any more movies from it. Yeah. Anything else? that you really like from this. I can't remember the music or anything like that. So Yeah, the music's sure. fine. It's like superhero theme sort of music. Yeah, overall, like it's a good time. Like Just pop it on maybe once every year or so and you, you'll have a good time. Yeah. If you have kids, they'll probably love it. But yeah, in terms of the bad things, I just think the world building could have been a bit better. They build, like, the world that they build is amazing, but I wish they just showed more of it. Because it's very contained in terms of the story. Yeah, maybe they'll expand more on, more on yeah. it in the, in in the, the second next one. one. Yeah. And a bit more of a team-up would be nice. And I'd like to see more of the powers, other superheroes in the world, what they have, and also supervillains. Because in this one, he's not really a supervillain, he's just a guy. They don't have any supervillains in this one. Except at the very end, that mole man guy or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. He's in the second one. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, does it start from... Maybe it starts it, from the I end. I think it starts from the end. Yeah, like a direct continuation. That'll be good. I guess we can give our ratings. What's your rating? Uh, 2,324.89. Okay. You really had to, like, think about that one. You, like, closed your eyes and had to calculate. You had to run some equations or something. It's a hard one, yeah. I would give this one... Slightly above Ocean's Eleven, so I'd give it... Obviously, it's not cinemas anymore, but if it were in the cinemas, I would say watch it once at the cinema. Both of these movies that we reviewed, though, definitely can watch it again and have a good time with them. Yeah. Because I'm guessing you guys have all seen these movies already. Well, we just spoiled both of them completely, so you basically watch them now, if you haven't. Especially with my review of Incredibles, my story, my plot points. I, I hit all the plot points. Well, I guess that's what we had for this week. It's a bit of a shorter one because there was... I don't think there was any good movies that came out this week, were there? There was that Upgrade movie. Apparently, it's all right. Apparently, it is okay. I don't know if that had a wide release, though. But next week, we've got Ocean's 8, and it's going to be one of our live recordings. Live as in we are both in the same room. Yeah, yeah. I'll be back in Melbourne for the weekend, so we can have a recording together. So we're going to watch the movie together and then record together. I'm looking forward to it. I hope it's good. I hope it's good or, or really, really bad. Yeah. I, I want it to either be the shittest movie I've ever seen or good. 
I don't want middle ground. I don't want this hard solo shit. We want extremes. All right, then. How do people get in touch with us? Uh, email. What's our email? That's for you to say. Okay. Uh, cognitive recalibration podcast at gmail.com. You're always not sure. I've done this almost like every week. And you're always like, is it, is it that? Is it? I'm, <laughs> I'm so sure. I'm just, I'm just making sure that everyone else is sure about it. Well, you so you're testing them. Like, you're I'm, just testing. I'm testing them. I'm testing them. Yeah. yeah. What's that Twitter? Twitter is cognitive recalibration. Wrong. What, like the handle? Yeah, what's the handle? <laughs> oh, oh. I, the handle is at C recalibration. Yeah. Instagram? I knew that. Um, cognitive recalibration. Yeah. So you can find us on all those three platforms. And we're also on Facebook on our page, Cognitive Recalibration. And we are in the process of getting onto Spotify. We've applied for it. It'll be on there soon. So if you'd like to listen to podcasts on Spotify, unfortunately, you'll have to wait a little bit longer. We also applied for iHeartRadio. And that's also in the process. So we'll have two more platforms you can access us on. But at the moment, it's only iTunes and Stitcher. Yeah, I know some people want to listen to it on Spotify, but couldn't. So hopefully they'll be up and running. Be up and running soon. I guess that's all we had. Yeah, we'll be with you pretty soon, I guess, because we upload this one late. All right. We'll see you soon in the next episode. Bye. All right. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.